Welcome to Made in Science, the official podcast of the University of Stuttgart. Today we are meeting Erasmo Kachai Mateos, born and raised in Peru, now living and working in Stuttgart. He went to school in Lima and studied at the University of Stuttgart and at the ESB Business School Hochschule Reutlingen. He graduated from our university with a degree in electrical engineering and continued with an MBA in the field of international marketing at ESB Reutlingen. Today, he is employed by Bosch Company in the expert manufacturing and supply chain department. That's only one side of his life. He has also published two novels and one short story. Plus, he has an interest in film production. His first short film, The Note, was released in 2022. Obviously, Erasmo Kachai is an alumni with many good talents, wearing several hats. Let's find out which one he likes best. It is our great pleasure, Erasmo, to have you here with us today. Hello, Wolfgang, and it's a great pleasure for me to be here. Thanks a lot for this very nice introduction. And I'm looking forward for, for this nice conversation. You spent some time at our university as a student. Looking back now at your professional career and also at your university years, what do you value most in a university education? What I valued at most thinking about it was the, the resources and the time that you have to concentrate Exactly what you want to do. So when you decided to study, in my case, I uh, start studying electronics, you have this five years time to really concentrate in this task. And during this time, you can use all the resources of the university and the University of Stuttgart has great resources in books, in IT departments, in many, many things. So that is what I um, looking into the past, that's why I appreciate a, a lot. Of course, uh, during this time, you meet a lot of people from different countries, and all of this environment makes this life uh, very, very special. Now, in this special environment that you have just described so, so well, why did you then decide to leave it, to leave this environment, uh, leave the academia, and actually work for a company? Um, there are decisions in life. There are many points in your life when you make uh, important decisions. And depending on these decisions, your life will go to the right or to the, to the left. After finishing school, one of the biggest decisions is what I'm going to do next, you know, which career I want to study or if you want to study. After you finish the university, the next decision is what next? What can I do? And of course, you're right. There are the options, for example, following an academic career or following the career in the industry. And I remember, but I didn't know at that time. But uh, now I heard some years ago, there was a speech from, from a very famous man who said that It's important sometimes to go to the industry, to the enterprise, to know the process, to know how it works, to know exactly the different uh, bureaucratic uh, steps or the different process so that it's necessary. Uh, as I mentioned before, maybe I didn't know at that time, but that was for me uh, like a, 
an impulse to say, I want to learn that. I want to see how is this working, how the projects are going in the, in the companies, how is this company life? So I decided to go into, into the company. I never say no. Maybe a couple of years later, I will say I will come back to university life. Even no, now, I don't say no. But okay, at that time I make this decision, I'm still working in this company. Erasmo, you have already used the word process and I introduced you as being in the department for project and process development and management. Um, I wonder, since I also mentioned your literary interest and uh, also your mm. publications, I wonder in how far does process thinking actually help you in your writing career or not at all? Are you one of the writers who is not interested in that gradual development of a literary work? Uh, are you the spontaneous one? Um, how important is structure in your work? Now that you mentioned that, it is, uh, I will say, interesting point and every person is different. So I think now thinking in my, I'm putting my writer classes now, um, it's a little both of of these things, what you say before. Also, it's a little the, the, the inspiration, the creative part, but this creative part without a process, with, without a discipline, in my case, we go to nowhere. So it's very important what I learned in university first, and after that also what I learned in a company to bring some structure. Because at the end, to write a, a book, for example, or to write a novel, It's also a project. So you need to define a time plan or a timeline. You need to define your working packages, for example. You need to define some kind of discipline to do that. Because to be honest, I don't want to spend 20 years writing a novel. I want that this novel is, is, is in one, one or two years. I read a lot about the history of all, all writers. This very famous, for example, that Hemingway, one the kind of the writer that he said he stand up in the morning and was writing whatever he wanted. And, but okay, he was Hemingway. And there are other kinds of writers that say, no, they need discipline. I think that I'm someone in the middle, but I'm not comparing with these big guys. Uh, but going back to your question, yes, the process and project structure uh, helped me a lot in this second career of me as writer. If that is the structured way, if that is the, how you approach your work in the gradual steps, um, is then the content um, more a period, more a possibility for you where you explore your freedom and independence away from that kind of fixed frame that this writing process also, as you explained, it brings about? Yes, yes, you are, you are completely right. Because uh, going back to your example from a company, in your company, you have, of course, your task and you have your projects, but you depend on a lot of people. And if you work in a big company like, like me, you depend on really a lot of people. So you need to always align uh, your process and you work with a lot of people and you need the teamwork. What is really nice, uh, this is a really great experience. Sometimes it's difficult, sometimes not, but at the end, the result is, is good. But when you are uh, in this creative part as a writer, uh, you are alone. So it only depends of you and it only depends of your fantasy, of your creativity, creativity. You can do with the characters, theoretically, whatever you want. You can invent uh, new, new words. I'm not writing at the moment in the fantasy, but nevertheless, there is fiction what I'm writing. So you are really, 
a compens compensation that it's like a balance in my case. So you have this structure, uh, functional thinking in one part, and you have this creativity when you can say, okay, I forget everything from the other part and I can play with the word as, as I want. Actually, when you play with the words, you also do that in different genres and different settings. Um, is that important for you to move from one uh, place to another? Uh, I uh, read in the in the summaries of your novels that are published in Spanish so mm -hmm. far um, that uh, you have different locations, you have very different settings, and mm -hmm. the characters move a lot. If I got that right, uh, and how far is that important? Is is very important. But it's sometimes not that I think about it. Uh, in in my case, and I think meanwhile in the case of many people. So when I started, for example, uh, making the big change from Peru to to Germany, was maybe not too common like it is today. Today is very common to exchange between countries, universities, and it's it's great to come on this uh, global thinking. And that time was not that common. What I wanted to say here is that. That brings me to a life that I didn't imagine at the beginning. So now living here in Germany and working for an international company also brings me to a lot of different uh, countries and in contact with uh, different people. And all of these experience come to you. So it's very difficult to say I'm only writing about the Peruvian perspective or the German perspective because I have contact also with Spain, for example, on, on as an example. So, and this comes everything when, when I write. So it's part, I think, of my, of my life that I was in different countries, different language and different cultures through all, all my life. And it's also part of the way I am. So I am a person who... Uh, Maybe the first impression of me that I'm a little calm person, but my brain is, is working in, in different ideas. So I cannot imagine to write only about one thing. I admire the people, or especially the, the authors that say, okay, that is my, my genre, and I will write about this as, and they make it great. In my case, I want to try different things. And I want to, to experience uh, these things depending also of the moment of my life. So when I write my first uh, novel, like it was like eight years ago, my life was a little different and my experience was a little different right now. So, and that brings also an, an impulse to decide what kind of book I will write. And you use different genres for, uh, yes. for mm -hmm. your plots uh, as well. What about those? Uh, have you found one more useful for your purposes than others? Depending on the time of my life, as I mentioned before. So I cannot, uh, maybe in the future I will test another kind of genres, but at the moment I was uh, dividing my books between a little fantasy in some cases, for example, some stories in my storybook, or uh, some about uh, politics in, in other stories, or something about thrillers. So... It depends is what I want to say about the story, what I want to say, because at the end, I want to say something. And there is also a little autobiography always somewhere. So if you read one of my books, you will find always some kind of character that it is it is me speaking about that. Not necessarily the main character, but always some of the experience is coming also in these uh, stories. By the way, do your colleagues at Bosch know that you also write fiction? Yeah, some of them know. So it's not, it's not a secret. And some of them know that already. So, but the company has uh, <laughs> so many people that I cannot tell everyone. But as mentioned before, some of them know and they're, they're happy 
to see that I'm also working in that part. With the company work, with the writing, you also have uh, interest and uh, you are active, I understand, in a family business uh, that is very different from those two other areas. Yes. Can you tell us more about that one? Yes, yes, that is uh, maybe another uh, story that uh, that will be. I'm not in, impressing, <laughs> but um, yes, we. I came from a, a family that is more in the textile area. So my father, for example, is, is a tailor, and coming to that was the idea to continue with this family tradition. So for me and for us, is the the family vision, the family dream is is very important. So, and we decided to continue with that. And that is my other project. And I'm working on that. One more time, all the experiences and facts that I learned in the past helped me to, to do that. And uh, it's very satisfying to see that this, uh, I would say, little baby is growing and growing. And of course, it's a lot of work to do that, combining that with my, I would say, my main work and also my creative work. But in this case, it's my family. Uh, helping me on that and it's also a team uh, action that as I mentioned before is a little dream um, but with a lot of uh, satisfaction and that particular business focuses on alpaca wool right you mentioned of textiles uh, mm -hmm. that is uh, part mm -hmm. of it okay mm -hmm. relates to that one may we make a big jump back um, because when you came to Stuttgart This was all about electrical engineering. Mm -hmm. um, so the difference couldn't be much bigger. Uh, what was the motivation point back then to decide for Stuttgart and perhaps also to decide for that particular subject? Okay, uh, regarding the first part, why I decided to electronics, uh, at that time I was always a person who reads a lot. So I was one of kind of the, of the guys who, who get a book and start reading the book or reading the magazine. And at that time, at the ending of the school time, I read a lot of the electronics, of science. It was really, a, even now, of course, but at that time was everything amazing about the, all the opportunities in computer science, in electronics. I'm speaking about the beginning, middle of the 90s. So for today, some things like the cell phone or the computers are, are normal. At that time, no. So we were starting with that, and that was an amazing area. And that's what I decided. Okay, I came to, to I decided to come to Germany, and of course, Germany is very well known about everything in engineering. So I decided to go okay in this fact and study electronics. Why Stuttgart? Uh, in this case, I want to be very honest <laughs> and. Uh, It was also a practical decision. Part of my family was living near Stuttgart. So when I decided to come here, uh, Stuttgart was the city who, who, who from practical reasons was uh, more feasible for me to live. And I, I learned uh, living here more about the university. And when I see the university and compare to other universities here in Germany, for me, it was uh, the best option. But that was after I came to the to the city, so and that is the main decision about why I decided to to the University of Stuttgart. What I need to add here is after that, uh, as I mentioned before, it was a, a great experience and a great life during the, the, the my life here and the university. So I learned to 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 love the university and the city. And I'm still here. So I didn't <laughs> move after that. I'm still living here in Stuttgart. And it's meanwhile my second city on my town now. When you came to Germany, 
first you had to go to the Studienkolleg. Yes. Uh, mm -hmm. And I think that was not in Stuttgart. Um, how important was it for you, that particular first phase of your education in Germany? Uh, and uh, how important was it for you afterwards for your life when you came to Stuttgart after the Studienkolleg? Mm, what I'm saying is what it was the process at that time. So you're completely right. So at that time, when you applied to the university, they said, okay, because my school time was not in Germany, the regulations uh, said to me, okay, you need to uh, write an admission exam. And you have two options. You can write this admission exam directly. It's, it's, it's open to you. Or uh, they offer to you one year uh, preparation for that. So that was this student colleague. Of course, because my German at that time was not good enough, I decided to go to this student colleague, and that was by far the best decision. Because during this one year, you get a compact, uh, I will say, course uh, of everything regarding physics, mathematics. In my case, of course, I decided uh, to go in the technical part of the student colleague that was in Karlsruhe. And... Uh, And it helped me a lot. So intensive course in German. So it was, as I mentioned before, by far one of the best decisions to go through this uh, year. And you learned also the system, how the, the lectures are done here in, in Germany, what is different, for example, in, in my case for, from Peru. And after this year, I brought this exam and okay, I get admission to the university to study in the university. So it was a good preparation year, uh, not only because of the facts or not only because of the content, also because of the organization, to learn the language, to, to learn other people. So it was the first time that I was uh, sharing a, a classroom with people from different countries. So it was also a, at the beginning a little cultural shock. So from many aspects, personal and I would say professionals, To, to go through this year in the shooting college was really good. Is there a strong drive for people from Peru, from your home country, to go abroad for their education? I think yes. Uh, I am thinking to, to divide that uh, because I, when I tell something, I tell about my experience. And in the beginning, middle of the 90s, the, that was, of course, this... Uh, impulse to go abroad and to study outside. At that time, I will think that the, the main country or the idea of the majority of the people was to go to study in USA. It's near, the language is, of course, English, and it is more easy for, for the most of the, of the people. And I think at that time, uh, the main impulse was the, the economical aspect, because the country at that time was not... Uh, Good enough, I will say. So many decided to go abroad and to have uh, look for opportunities uh, in other countries, especially USA. I decided to, to come to Germany. Uh, now I can only a little speculate because I think this is still the same, that a lot of, of young people want to study abroad. But the system now is a little different. So it's more a globalized uh, world. So they want this exchange and this kind of exchange between countries, not only USA. Meanwhile, you can go to Asia universities or to Australia or other uh, Latin American countries also. Uh, it's more easy to, to do that like uh, 20 years ago. So I can imagine that now, There are also other aspects that can impulse, uh, had an influence of the young people to look for these opportunities. Something that I noticed when I visited Peru 
was uh, the very special cuisine uh, that I would describe as fusion food. I certainly had huge plates with a lot of variety of foods in front of me. I wonder if this fusion food can be a metaphor for the attitude uh, towards uh, many things in life uh, that perhaps young people in Peru have these days as well. Uh, or perhaps not only the young people, perhaps others. What do you say uh, is the relation? Is my metaphor too far-stretched? Um, interesting, very interesting point of view. I was uh, thinking a couple of seconds about this. My spontaneous answer is your metaphor is right. Maybe that is really a metaphor about or how Peruvians think or act and you can see that in the food. You say you were in Peru, so uh, yeah, everyone that goes to Peru always said, okay, the cuisine is, is very particular, especially it's good, of course, but very particular. So because you can find a lot of fusion and you can also have, find a lot of combinations that many people will say you cannot do that. So everything in one plate. So potatoes and sweet potatoes and meat and different meats. Uh, but yes, what um, I think many people are, didn't realize is that Peru is also a fusion country. So you have uh, influence from, from Europe, of course, because of the story. You have the own cultures from the past, uh, but also a lot influence from other countries, also from, from Africa, also, for example, or, or from China, uh, also, also from Asia. And all of these it's what we call now Peru. So it's, 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 we have another, we can do one or two hours speaking about this part in another podcast. But going back to your question, it's a good metaphor. Yes, the Peruvians, I think they, they are used to do a lot of things parallel because I can assume uh, the, the country has its own particularities. Maybe, maybe some things are not working. Uh, properly, so you are used to do a lot of things, uh, and yes, that is maybe part also of the the way I, I I live and I work. So I cannot imagine to do only one thing. So I need to do parallel things, uh, maybe like in the food, so to put many things together, and at the end the result is something special. Obviously, in your studies there are also a lot of things that happen parallel. The word you just used, thinking back. What was for you the biggest influence uh, in your studies? What was the biggest challenge during your studies here at our university? Let's start with the challenge. Sometimes it's easier to think about what was not working. Uh, let's start with the challenge. Uh, the challenge, the first challenge was, of course, the language. So. Meanwhile, I think it's a little different. You can find a lot of lectures in English. And At that time, it was not. So it was almost 100% was everything in German. So you really need to, to, to learn German to, to study here. So it was, uh, as mentioned before, so it was a good uh, year preparation in this student collect. And after that, even though after that year, you need yeah one year more to really go to use into the language. So that was the first big, big challenge. But if, for me, it was clear, if you have a vision, and that time my vision was to, to study here, There was no other way to do that. So you need to learn the language and it helps, of course, to in your integration, not only the university, also in the culture and in the city. After that was the system. 
because the system, how you study here, how the lectures are, uh, are going on is are different from, from Peru, at least from the Peru at that time. So here is more the responsibility of the study of the student to go to the, to the lectures. You have this, this freedom what I really like it. Uh, but it can also be a, a, a bad path if you say, okay, I have this freedom. Um, I abused of this freedom because at that time, uh, at the end, you need, of course, to, to do the exams and to finish your, your project. That was at the beginning, the challenge to learn the organization and to learn the, the language. The influence or the good part of, of all these stories, what I also mentioned before, uh, this freedom, for example, the, I sense a lot of freedom when I was here. So the way the lectures are, are going on, that it was not a mandatory thing. Nobody was here saying, okay, who is in the lecture and who is not? So with list, for example. So it was more in my art of personality that I have my own discipline and I know what I want to do. And this kind of freedom to go to learn, to, to, to go to the library, for example, to to decide when and what to do. That is what I really like it from the beginning and was a good influence to say, okay, I am in the in the right side or in the right university and I want to continue with that. The other influence that I, good influence was that I get a lot of support uh, from the university, also from the professors, from the, from the people, the assistants, they, they never let you alone. They always say, okay, if you need uh, help, please ask for it. You know? So I need to learn also how it works because there is a structure behind it. But when you learn that, uh, they always were there to help. So, and I use that, of course, because that's exactly what they are for. So to help the students and I like, I like it a lot. And as I mentioned before, of course, you have the opportunity to learn a lot of, of people from different countries. And it was uh, an enrichment in my life. Is it then too far-fetched for me to say that you used that freedom also to start writing literature. I think you started during your studies, right? Even before. So as I mentioned before, I was the kind of guys who read a lot. I really read a lot during my school time. And when you uh, read stories, you read books, uh, with the time, you just, well, at least in my case, I started thinking, uh, I can do that also. I can also write my own ideas or my own stories. So during the, the school time, I was writing little stories also, also poems. So it actually, it's a hobby uh, for me that uh, start from the beginning and I never stop it. So during the university time, I continue doing that. Only that at that time, for me, my job was the, the study. So it was a 100% job. Uh, I didn't imagine at that time uh, I will publish that with, uh, in the future or maybe that will be my second career. It was uh, one more time a dream that it was not yet a vision. Uh, at that time, my vision was to finish my studies and to start working. And when I start working, I continue writing. So it is part of my life. So it was always there. If we look ahead a little bit, will this part of your life be gradually become more dominant uh, or... Is there right now an equilibrium between uh, the professional life and the uh, writing life that you have, the uh, uh, life that you, uh, that the fantasy life for that matter, that you bring uh, and express yourself in words? Um, which one, which of these will get more dominance? Or do you think, no, they are fine as they are? 
I think the key word is the balance. So I, I will not say that this one part is the, the dark side and the other is the bright side. I will say that both are in balance. So both are part of me. And uh, I like to do that. So in looking into the future, I, of course, would like to continue working in, 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 in the manufacturing area because that is something that I really like it. But I will also like to continue writing novels. Uh, depending on what happens in the future, sometimes uh, I will say one of the parts has more time from you than the other. It can happen. It can happen. But at the moment, they are in a good balance and I will continue to work in my projects and I will continue also to work in, in my creative projects also. In that equilibrium, the professional life takes nowadays many challenges as well. We live after covid in a world where the working environment is, well, not really new and newly invented, but certainly certain accents come to this or that development. What do you think will be your role in that? How are you affected by this new world, word, or world of work? So we are all affected, uh, for sure. So the, I think it's, it's not new what I am saying. It is a, a word before COVID as an example and after that. In the kind of work I'm speaking about in my, my, my work in manufacturing area that is more office uh, work, it changed a lot because now the introduction of home office is, is not a, a dream anymore, it's reality. So you have this flexibility and this freedom one more time. I'm saying one more time because it's in such a way similar to the, 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 the period that I say before when I started my university. So it's not now mandatory that you go to the office, but nevertheless, you need to, to realize your work. So it gives you more freedom. And at the same time, they give you more responsibility. But uh, you have a responsibility to your, to your company in this case. And uh, affects, of course, uh, your life. So in, in my case, a lot. But this that one more time when the structure and the discipline comes a little into, into the game. Um, before, for example, when I decided, okay, I go to, to the office from Monday to Friday and I write uh, at that time because I already have the schedule about the, my, my working times. It changes that also because this creative part, you need to adapt it to this new environment and to say, okay, maybe the weekends or maybe you change depending on what activities do you have. So change I will not say it is it is better or not. I will say that is a reality. That is also one of the aspects in my life to adapt to the situations. Uh, I'm not complaining before was better because before it's gone. So now is the situation that we have now and we need to, to live with it. They have their advantage and disadvantage as always in life. Uh, but the secret, in my opinion, is the word adaptation. You need to adapt it and to use the good parts in the in the system that you have at the moment. With the change and the adaptation, will you change from the use of words in literature to more film um, activities? Uh, yes and no, <laughs> I will say. What I mean with that, because you mentioned also in the introduction that I was uh, making short films. Yes, that is a, a hobby uh, of me. Uh, and... Yeah, I would like to continue with that, but that's not part that I, I would like to do it professional because uh, I, I love the literature was always my dream to, to, to write books. 
Uh, and yeah, and I say, okay, one of the parts of the creative in this case was also to realize these films because as I love literature, I also lo love films. Uh, I'm a little film addict, if I will say. One of my great pleasures is to go to the theaters. That was I was missing during the COVID time. I'm also missing that a little, a little now. So I started, okay, let's do it a film, a short film. So, and that was my new project, or it was the, the project at that time. And I say, okay, with the time, I will also make other films, but I'm not planning that as a, as a third profession. So it will remain a, a hobby with, of course, a lot of satisfaction. Now, if literature stays so close to your heart, what then will be the next um, project in literature that you think of right now? It's not the next one. Actually, I'm already working on it. So it will be my fourth book, my third novel. So I started already, yeah, almost one year ago. And the story is still a secret. What I can tell you is, is different from the old, uh, old ones. So going back what you mentioned in the beginning, that I'm uh, experimenting or jumping between different uh, scenarios. So it will be maybe, no, it's not a maybe, it will be more an adventure book. I wanted to tell something with this book. So, and I put it this uh, message in a kind of an adventure. It, it takes a little longer than I expected because as you mentioned before, I'm, I'm also my main work at the company of, uh, is a priority. And I'm also looking to go with this other business, this family business. So there is going parallel, but I hope, and that is my target that this will be by the end of the year, this, this novel, will be finished and it will be a pleasure to present it soon here or in, in the social media and to say, okay, my new novel is now available. Or for that matter, at the university. Uh, who knows? It will be a pleasure, of course. Erasmo, we've come to the end of your, the final part of our conversation. We call this moment seven. That means we have collected seven questions that we would like to ask you. Please answer them as shortly as possible. Moment one. Spätzle or Maultaschen? Spätzle. Moment two. One thing you could change about the world would be? That they read more. They read more books. Moment three. Do you have a book recommendation for us? Spontaneously, the first what came to my mind is the book that I loved it when I was a child and bring me to, to this literature uh, adventure, 20,000 uh, 20, Leagues Under the Sea from Jules Verne. Moment four. The best advice that you have ever received It will uh, sounds a little maybe common, but it's, it is true. Never give up. Moment five. Your favorite place on campus at the University of Stuttgart is which one? It was the library. Moment six. If you could start all over again, you would do the following differently. 
To be honest, nothing. And moment seven. Please complete the sentence. Thanks to my studies, I know that... That life can be more interesting than you imagined before. Thank you so much for our talk and also for having taken the time today. Most of all, wishing you all the best for your future work and upcoming projects. I certainly hope that we will read a German translation of your works one of these days. Thanks also a lot for this great conversation. It was a pleasure to be here. And I also wish the, the university and all the people a great future. And it will be a pleasure to be here one more time, anytime in the future. Thank you for those kind words. And we are looking forward to that as well. And to our audience. We are very much looking forward to hearing from you. Stay healthy, stay good, and stay tuned for our conversations that are always based on what is made in science.